Hey everyone, this is Sydney Sims and I'm with Kevin Slattery and we are here recording Why Are We Like This podcast where we are going into a deep dive of the Netflix show Too Hot to Handle. And right now we're on episode two. Slat, what's going on? You know, uh, we're recording this on Mother's Day and I couldn't think of anything more appropriate on Mother's Day than to watch (laughs) a bunch of dumb hot people be dumb and hot. Before we get into that though, we got to shout out our moms. Shout Shout out to my mom, I guess. I don't know. Shout out to Mama Sims. You out here killing it. I love you. I miss you. Don't let Zoe think she's all that for making you a mushroom and spinach uh, omelet. Okay, I'm still number one. <laughs> Shout out Zoe Sims. Shout out to Zoe Sims. Like, trying to get extra bounty points because she knows I'm not there. And that's rude. You know what, though? I, I, I think in this – I'm I'm new to the reality universe, but I feel like in the spirit of reality television, that's a good play on her part. I mean – Very smart. It's, it's it's a cunning move. It's a cunning move. It's a good strategy on Zoe's part. Got to be – Yes. Got to show love. She knows I'm miles and miles away, and she's like, what can I do to get that extra point? She And she when I answered the FaceTime, she, like, I knew she was up to no good. She was like, yeah, I'm in the kitchen just making Mama omelet for Mother's Day. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right you know yep 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 yeah my I, I also have a younger sibling who is better than me so i understand what that's like <laughs> you understand it's hard out here it really is because like our parents made all the mistakes with us and then exactly the, parent, the second one they kind of they knew what they were doing they they had more experience they were ready and we just we paved the way for our younger siblings to be great trailblazers trailblazers so you're welcome zoe it's yeah. fine you know wherever you are you're you're i'm not gonna say you're welcome because we both know that uh (laughs) you you would have been fine without me anyway um, (laughs) on on to the episode um episode two i still don't like these people i don't think this episode wasn't as annoying as episode one i will give i will give it that they have grown on me so my initial it's funny because my initial first impressions were very they were challenged this episode yeah i i i I would agree with that yeah like a lot of initial impressions that i had on people i was like hmm there's more to it and more to them so it was just very interesting watching everything break down so I mean, I thought it was funny, though, I have to admit. In the beginning of the episode, they had the reactions of Lana after she, like, hit them with the new rules. <laughs> My, when, Frances- when Francesca started crying and said it was like losing her mom, oh, it's so talk- sad. I want to do an hour about that. Can we please talk about it? Because I have some feels about that. Okay. That, I've, okay, um. The number one thing that I felt about that was just some, like, mix. I would say the number one thing is disappointment, I guess. Right. And then the number two, like, some combination of, like, anger, disappointment, and confusion. Um, And also just, like, how critical. Like, I would, I think this show would be better. Would be, like, I would, I would pay whatever i'm paying for netflix or yeah whatever whatever i'm paying for netflix i would pay that just for this show if it had a therapist that i gotta watch and like watch the therapy sessions between these characters and a therapist because like the level at which like having sex has to be to to be like so attached to you and such a like fundamental part of who you are as a person right losing that is like losing a loved one a parent what yeah when she said that i was like you know you say dumb things when you're caught up in the moment and things that you regret so i don't know but i was like good like sis this is not a good look especially like i empathize for people who have lost their parent and so to hear that would have been like really like you're crying you're equating keeping it in your pants to losing a loved one yeah man like what you need help like that is that is screaming not, for help yeah like and, and again we're not we're not trying to, to shame people out here for exactly being human beings but golly like do you like and the other part of that that is bonkers real buck wild is 
the fact that you equate the loss of your mom to not having sex, like the the Sigmund Freud would like a word with you because that is some weird stuff. Super that you equate weird. Those two pe- that those two things should not be what you put together. And like, I, mean, I, I, I know that the like the Oedipal complex is supposed to be like, you know, you want to uh, write like like every uh, broad terms. This is not um, super great uh, psychology on my part, but broad terms like ever. The idea is that uh, uh, the uh, a person wants to uh, kill their father and marry their mother like, oh, gr- great Mother's Day conversation anyway. Um, <laughs> but like the fact that that's. Like, I don't know what the reverse of that is, but Francesca just did that in inverse. I just, (laughs) to me, either one, she deserves an Academy Award for the tears and the crying. Because I was like, is she seriously crying real tears over this? Like, she was obviously upset that she couldn't have sex for a month and then equates it to her mom dying. I was like, this, what, whoa, 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 whoa. And I, I don't know, like, it, it just, I, and maybe it, it goes to show that, like, these people truly, and I, these, I'm sorry, these characters, I'm sorry, these characters, I'm trying to, like, again, blanket statement, these are characters, I understand that with editing and stuff, that they right. play stuff up, it, who they are as people, we're not trying to attack who they are as people, um, but, like, these characters, and I'm, if I use the term people, just know that I mean characters, um, are like i i just can't imagine what that's like to have that be such a core tenet of like your fundamental understanding of like your ego and your self-worth and your um and your ability to perceive the world around you like um like that's so foreign to me as a person and it it made me like the whole show just made me think like man Like, I'm sorry you guys had to, like, because the whole, essentially the whole episode is them complaining about, like, oh, I can't believe I can't, like, you know, right. I can't, I can't have sex with this person I want to have sex with. Dude, ugly people do that all the time. <laughs> or, you, right? you know, We've people. Been lived like this. <laughs> we, we do this on the regular degular. We look, we, we look at people who are way more attractive than us and be like, well, I got no shot. I got to keep living my life. No one gives us a check for $100,000. We just got to keep keep trucking. But even then, like, there's people who have different circumstances or there's different, and I don't mean to say this to be judgmental or judgy or thinking that I'm better than, but there's people that don't put sex on a pedestal and have different morals and values that not having sex is not all the time, is not a game changer. You know what I'm saying? Some right, people, right, right. some people enjoy forming those relationships and, you know, making those pretty much what they're trying to get these people to see their people already have developed that. And no matter, you know, what you look like or where you come from, like, it's just, to me, it's a process that they're trying to get them to go to, but there's some people already like sex is in everything. And it's just, it's very interesting listening to them. Like I'll risk it all. A hundred grand isn't, you know it's nothing and as you see a lot of sabotage and just ridiculousness in this episode that yeah yeah, a lot of ridiculousness which i can't wait to uncover um it just is silly to me and 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 you you bring up a good point like i yeah they like they haven't developed that at all and maybe i don't know again i'm just i'm just out here wondering like, is that the burden of being overwhelmingly attractive? Is that is that a thing? Like that, like maybe because you're that, like, like you're that attractive, and you're, and you are, like, the opportunities, the quote unquote temptations are so pushed upon you. Yeah. That, like that, like you've never understood a world where you don't have that. Is that is that what these people are dealing with? I mean, okay, and I trying not to sound like I'm that chick I'm really not I'm yes. really I'm really yes. not I'm not I, pr- I promise you I'm gonna say this in the most humble 
here's here's what I'll say. Say go ahead and flex. I'm not I'm gonna, flexing. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the mic. You go ahead and flex and I'll make fun of you later. I'm not flexing. Okay, so what I was going to say is to me the big thing is the type of energy that you present to the outside world. If you present that you value sex or that people can easily get sex from you with how you carry yourself, then yeah, people are, are going to definitely try to sleep with you constantly. Well, that's, okay, or, that's true. Okay, that's that's a true. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You're, what you're, saying. you're attracting the attention where like a lot of people, it's funny to me, I would cry these tears to my mom and like whoever mentor, woman, dad, whoever, like, you know, whoever about, <laughs> which is really weird with my dad, but like I would cry. I'm like, no guys will talk to me and it makes me mad because all you guys will be like, you're so pretty. You're so this, but you know, I bet you have a bunch of hoes. And I'm like, no, I don't. No one is talking to me. Like what is wrong with me? And my mom is like, because they know they can't easily get something from you. The way you conduct yourself and the way you carry yourself shows that they have to come at you in a correct manner. And when my dad's players used to tell me that it used to make me upset. They're like, you're someone's wife one day, your wife material, or you're this or that. So like, I think it's the way that you carry yourself and the way you present yourself to others. If that um, makes sense. I, I, no, 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 no. I, I step back and, and let you, let you preach there. Cause I, I think that, um, that will connect with people who aren't me, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like, I, 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 I totally see what you're, what you're, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. There. You see what I'm putting in um, first off, Kev, do not play yourself because I have seen you out at the club nope, and we're not nope, going to, nope, yep. nope, we're not going to go into it. <laughs> so don't even try to flex like you, mm. Mm. We're not. We're not going to go into it. Not okay. On not on the podcast. Not on, not, I'm not. not, not that's, that's an off wax conversation. I'm not going to call you out, but just know I see. Mm. Don't Has, hashtag Kevin. 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 It. Okay. Hold up the mirror. All right. All right. All right. You know what? Thank you for holding up the mirror. Hold up. Hold up the mirror. That. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I think that is a very astute point, and so to see people that have maybe never had that or like you almost i don't know maybe there's a way in which we could feel empathy for these people right that have their sexuality is so tied to who they are right that it's indistinguishable from you know not having that it's like they can't recognize themselves i mean i will bring up a point where chloe and we'll talk about this later goes on that one-on-one -on -one date with david who i love and she said that she's never had and it was very romantic but she's never had someone do something so romantic for her and it broke my heart because i'm like you're a beautiful young lady you have so many qualities to offer other than just being attractive and having sex you know what i mean yeah absolutely and, and like she's and it's a, a shame that no one has has done that right and it's a shame that she doesn't see it and when she said that i was like wow like that really i really empathized for her in that moment so, I mean, hopefully throughout this process, they can see that there's like a deeper meaning than what's on the surface. Yeah, no doubt. And and I I, I think it was interesting the way that, that David sort of, of played it off where I think even he was taken aback a little bit by that, you know? Right. Um, and he, he sort of, he said like, I mean, I didn't do this, Lana did it, but like, I'm glad it's been done, I think was essentially what he said. I'm paraphrasing here. Yes. I, I, I love me some David. Yeah, I, I. If you didn't know, Dave, David seems like the type who would set that sort of thing up. He does. Out of all of them, I think him and Sharon, as much as that pains me to say, him and Sharon would be the ones. Yeah, uh, Sharon doesn't surprise me at all. Um, <laughs> no, but I, um, I, I, I liked that interaction, and I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that Lana is now pairing people up. Yes. I didn't know she had the power to do that. I didn't know how that all, like, she books the dates, apparently. Yeah, so she, I guess, it's, they say it's a retreat, and I'm getting that vibe, because there's, like, the dates, there's the grenades, and then what was the other one? The random. There's, like, a retreat later, Retreat, right? yeah, where, like, these self-help, um, when they have these different, like, Oh goodness! I, I'm gonna take issue with the grenades later, but that's okay. <laughs> when they have these different exercises that are supposed to help them as people, I thought that was really dope. 
I, I, yeah. Well, something has to fill these ten episodes, and I guess that's what it is. Very big facts. Big <laughs> I mean, facts. It, it can't just be ten episodes of them complaining, right? Like, yeah, they there were, has to be something else. They were killing me. Um, I want to bring up Harry, who also said that this was worse, the worst horror movie known to man. And I was like, bro, if you like think if. To be you're, fair, watching this is the worst horror movie known to man, so, like, I can't be mad at him for that. You're going to hate what I'm about to say. You're going to actually not going to hate it, but you're going to be like, oh, here she goes. As a black woman in America, if oh. that's the worst <laughs> if that's the worst thing, if that's your horror movie, then, homeboy, you got some privilege, and good for you. Wow. A, this is – episode two is the Let Sydney Cook episode because – <laughs> That's that's like bars part two. I uh, Sydney after it. we after we went to the Lorraine Motel. Okay. Oh no! Deep 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 personal cuts. Deep personal cuts. Yes. Um, For those who don't know, me and Kevin went to the Lorraine Motel together, and it was an experience that I think really brought us together. It 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 really did. It bonded um, us. We we fixed racism. It's fine. We uh, did. <laughs> Kevin got attacked. <laughs> I, I didn't get attacked. I just got side-eyed so hard he I got, floated in the space. He got side-eyed so hard. But yeah. <laughs> but my um, thing is, back to Harry, if that yeah. is his horror film, dude, really? See, I I empathize with that because as a white man in America, no. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I, the reason I empathize with that is because watching this is horrible and I want it to stop. And yeah. that's... And yeah. the only reason I'm doing it is this podcast. So <laughs> my dude though, the so last week he called Kendall Jenner a butter what did he call her? A butter chicken. Yeah, butter chicken. A butter chicken. And then he calls Francesca his little naughty possum or naughty little right. possum. I'm like, what kind of pet names are you coming up with? I don't I just assume that like the metric names are weirder than like when they translate in english they don't make any sense what's the okay what is the worst pet name that a girl is ever giving you um the worst pet name a girl's ever given me uh gosh i i can't even i i, I honestly can't even think of one i think the worst the worst is just like I had a girl like Kev E, like added an I E at the end of my name, and I like, I wanted to crawl out of my own skin. Like Kevy. Yeah, I wanted to die. Oh my goodness, I love that. Kevy. Like, That's yeah, kind of fun. To... Nope, please don't, please stop. Okay, I won't. I won't do it. I respect that friendship okay. too much. <laughs> okay. Well, what's the worst pet name everyone's given you? So that now the internet can call you that. So my boy, my boyfriend Trey. Oh no! Are we really <laughs> gonna put this on the podcast? Oh yes. On wax. It needs to be. Like oh, doc, my. my boyfriend oh, Trey, my. who I just am in love with, I call him my bunny. Um, I tried chipmunk and he got really offended. So good, good. I was like, "You're my little chipmunk." He was like, "Don't ever call me that again." I was like, "Why not?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Okay, buddy." <laughs> Trey is correct again. Then he got mad at me when I said I woof you. Like, <laughs> good. He should be mad. It's disgusting. <laughs> I was like, "I woof you," and he was like, "Don't ever do that again." Good. Don't um, ever do that again. Doesn't matter with you. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what someone has called me. I wolf you is someone... the worst thing that's happened in television history. I will. <laughs> I will take. I will watch the Sopranos finale ten million times before I watch that scene again. It's so bad. Oh my gosh, someone called me a chocolate muffin. Yep, that's weird. That's weird, and I don't understand my chocolate muffin. Mm-mm. Nope. Hey, uh, pop quiz. Did he happen to look like me? No, <laughs> he did not. He, okay. he, the guy actually recently DM'd me and was like, damn, I'm, wow. You're airing this dude out on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not saying his name, but he recently DM'd me and was like, I'm ready for kids. And I was like, well, good for you. <laughs> I yeah. kid you not. Must be, must. That's a different life. No one has. No, no, no one is doing that, and that's fine. I don't want any of you weirdos doing that. Ladies, please DM Kev nope. and say, I'm ready for kids. Nope. You put, will be blocked. Put the pressure on him, you ladies. You are getting blocked. All getting 2020. Blocked. <laughs> you are getting blocked. Oh, my goodness. 
into the second row. Uh, <laughs> just a Joel Embiid swat. No I'm questions weak. asked. Anyway, let's. Oh God, let's talk about something else. I hated here. I <laughs> so, like, but but when he talked about it being a horror show, like the thing that I the thought that I had when I first turned on the episode was I looked and it said thirty six minutes. And number mm-hmm. one, the number one thing I thought about is how, like, wow, like, watching streaming television is so different because, like, in traditional television, you either have – it's, like, 24 minutes or 48 minutes. Like, those are kind of the two um, episode lengths, right? It's either a two-act or a four-act. Um, like, it's either an hour long or, or a half-hour show. Like, and typically the dramas are a half-hour – or the dramas are an hour, comedies are a half-hour um, so you have this like very strict structure of like how long an episode can be. Right. So, like to sit and see like 36 minutes on an episode is like, oh wow, yeah, right. We are in a streaming era. Um, but then I thought, again, similar to Harry's point about it being like torture to to experience this. Like, uh, have you ever done a plank? Yes. You know how when you do a plank and you're like, oh, like I can do a, a five minute plank. That's no problem. Five minutes is like no time, and you know. Right. It's it's it's, it's nothing. And then you get like 20 percent of the way there and you know a minute feels like an eternity like but, that's what it feels like watching the show right and i guess for one for one month that would be an eternity if like you're so used to being seen and being sexual and getting all this attention and touching and feeling yeah one month would be hard because you're outside of your norm it's like going cold turkey yeah i guess so you know what i would watch too hot to handle cigarette edition <laughs> I would actually very much enjoy that because I think that would drive people literally insane. I think are too hot to handle a Starbucks. These yeah, past uh, this these past two months have been very hard for me. I'm fine. I made my own <laughs> coffee, but I'm, I'm sorry that you're struggling. It was very different, Kev, and I tried making my own black tea lemonade, and it hit different. Oh, that's true. You do get the like super fancy drinks. I do. And yep. Shout, yep, shout out to my new favorite baristas at the local Starbucks in Granger, Jake, Summer, and Val. They hooked your girl up today, and they were a great time. I'm sure they appreciate that. I literally sat in the drive-thru for a good five minutes just talking to them. Yeah, that's... Someone talk to Sydney, please. <laughs> Someone? Because, <laughs> like, like, between the two of us, like, you're definitely struggling with the quarantine more than I am. I definitely am. It has been because, tough. Because you are a, like, talk, touch, feel type. I Yes. I'm a very social person, and I love interacting with people. So the fact that, like, my only interactions have been Viva, who's sick of me, and that's my dog, and Zoom calls for work, it's been really tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, and, like, occasional FaceTimes where me and you yell at each other about things. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know... I do live for our Tuesday. So me and Kevin and shout out to our girl, Jen, we do trivia every Tuesday and I live for those moments. Uh, you know, it's, it's the little things to get us through the quarantine. It right? does. It's very therapeutic to me because it's like, I can laugh and let down, like let, you know, let loose with you guys. And it's just funny how far we've come, Kev. <laughs> you know, we, we, we have come so far. We anyway, have back, to the, back, back to the, back to the podcast. Let's go. Back to too much, too hot to handle. Um, we also started to see a little bit of the uh, so so the big scandal of the episode, the yes. big to do. Yes, Francesca and Car- Harry kissed, and I can't believe I'm talking about this into a microphone. And Francesca and Harry kissed, and then that cost everybody money, and it was all upsetting. And three thousand um, dollars. Yep, yep. This is a bummer. This is a bummer. Tough for everybody. Um, and there was a whole to do about who kissed who, and who did what, and it it's I don't want to talk about it anymore. So Sid, go for it. Let's get into it because I want to know if you're Team Harry and Team Francesca. Once I get the whole deep dive, I'm just really interested to see. So these two were snuggled up in the corner overlooking the ocean it's very romantic and they're talking about kind of what are we kind of conversation and you know harry says to francesca sex is valuable to see how you really feel about each other and they're the first to fumble the bag and they end up having this little mini makeout session and right after they're done 
Harry opens his mouth and says, you know what? We should just do it. We should just have sex. Like if we're going to lose money, we might as well go big or go home. Which to me, I was like, ooh, this is not romantic at all. Yeah. What do you think? I, I don't know. I was pretty, I, I thought that was some real gone with the wind stuff. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? You make out and you're like, let's just go for it. Let's, let's go find a room. Like, come on, Francesca. I don't know. I was pretty swept off my feet. She, but she was like feeling it. She, she was swept off her feet too. She was like, oh my gosh, they're going to be so mad at us, but I totally oh, would. My, mine is sarcastic. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. You've been to a frat party. That's pretty much how it works. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's, well, Harry just is just like every other. That's, that conversation has had, has, has been had. Without oh. the money part of it, a million times over a million. Every pretty much since the dawn of time, so, every girl has been in that situation. Um, so you know, it, it is what it is. I, um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, not in the least. Um, I, I do think it's the. I think the fallout was the more interesting part to me. Right. Before we get into the fallout, though, like, who did you think was the first out of all the little like couples that were forming? Who did you think was the first to that was going to be the first to get the deduction? Oh, it was definitely it was definitely going to be them. I, you know what? There was a Sharon and Rhonda moment where I was like, please don't be the first people. I I feel like I feel like Rhonda was just not going to was not going to go with it. Rhonda and Sharon earned some cool points with me and it's during this whole team Harry team Francesca when they had the fallout in the middle of the episode they're like you know everyone's going to be mad when they know that we're the ones that got the stuff you know we're the first to kiss and got a deduction so (laughs) of course Francesca runs to Haley our sorority girl our our Zeta lady and tells her while Harry is there and she's like we'll talk I'm like obviously he she, he knows what you're gonna like what you're gonna talk about. So he's There's not much else to discuss, right? And so then he runs to the boys and was like, "Yeah, she kissed me, and I'm sorry, and I'll be better." And I'm like, "Dude, you kissed her. Like, oh, yeah, why did sure. you? Why would you throw her under the bus like that? And why would you lie?" So when Alana was like, "Ooh, we got like this is the content we needed. Let's blow this stuff up," and calls them all together and does the big reveal. Someone has breached, you know, and kissed or made out, and that costs you $3,000. I liked how the guys was like, yeah, so, um, Francesca, Harry said that you kissed him, like, WTF. They kind of called it out. They did, which I feel like they should have. Yeah, well, and I think it, it, uh, but it didn't feel, and maybe this is just my read on it, it didn't feel like they were, um, it didn't feel accusatory. It felt like more like, hey, Harry said this, but we're not sure that's the case. Exactly. It was accountability. Like, that's what it we was. We kind of think he's BSing. Right. Is he BSing? I like how Kells and <laughs> Kells was the comedic relief that I needed this episode. Him and Matt becoming the accountant and the sex cops. I was like, okay, I really enjoy this. But he was like, you cost me $3,000. Yeah, he said, that's a trip to Dubai. I'm like, well, that's interesting that you priced that out. Right? <laughs> Neat that you just kind of have that information on file. Again, me and you lead, di- lead different lives. <laughs> I would be like, $3,000, that's rent. <laughs> right. Um, I wouldn't have thought like, oh, that's a trip to Dubai. But I, I like how they, by them steadily calling him out, which I don't think was anything, as they should have. And she was like, I can't believe you would do this. And I could totally call you out, which I'm like, dude, you're about to say it right after you said, you know, I could totally call you out right now, but I'm not. Yeah, there's kind of nothing. Again, there's really nothing else to discuss here, guys. Like, this is the only thing that's happening on the whole dang island. Like, that's it. But she like, these two. she phrased it so they would be like, no, you have to tell us. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I always, I always hate that when, when anybody's like, "Oh, I, I have a secret, but I can't tell you." No, I really can't tell you. I shouldn't say it. Girl, you better just speak it up. Now, if I was her, I'd be mad. I'm like, "Yo, you're gonna say like, yeah, we, yeah, we made out. Like, I kissed him back, but you're gonna be 
place the blame on me when you kissed me first like that's such a like coward move yeah that's on brand for you to be upset about um (laughs) as we go through the as we go through the podcast you guys will pick up on that sydney is very consistent yes and and if nothing else you have to respect the consistency thank you whether you whether you, res, whether you respect how she got there is an entirely different point you're going i said what i said and i feel how i feel and this is it <laughs> but no i would be i would be heated yeah i i don't know i i think if you're if if you're hairy I, I get him trying to, to lie to save face in front of the guys. I, I've done the same thing. But you also have to, like, and maybe it's just they just cast people who aren't that bright and they don't think about things. But, like, you got to think that, like, there's going to be some type of all-group meeting where this is all going to come out. Like, right. again, it's an island with seven people. They're going to talk to each other. But it's so shady because, like, why would you just if i were him i'd be like yo i messed up i kissed francesca she's hot look at her i mean <laughs> my bad won't happen i'll try to be a better me that's all you gotta you, say you you could have said that word for word and it would have been fine even the <laughs> noise like that would have been perfect <laughs> exactly you just took it taken that and run with it just gone with it and i feel like the guys they seem like they're close knit they're like yeah dude like you messed up but it would have been right. like, yeah the three wise men the three wise Jesus. men you're right <laughs> okay um can we talk just i don't i don't know if this is part of your rundown or not but like can we talk about the host of the show oh and her side notes yeah (laughs) yes i'm I'm good can she stop she can't and it just there has not been one joke that i've laughed at i'm not gonna lie they're so bad and it makes watch it makes an already like it's a show that's already not funny it's a show that i already am not enjoying in in the like a lot of different senses and so for her to like on top of that do this like anytime matt is on camera she's like well she he is jesus dude you did that bit like once in the first episode and it was sort of funny you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over you gotta do a new thing that's netflix's thing though they always have that kind of like person that has that over dramatized like real like you know cheesy comedic relief that's not needed but yet it's still there like that's netflix's bit they did it with the circle you know who would be really good at that Patton oswald i would give all my money to for pat or no bill burr bill burr would be very good at that and i would pay all my money again if netflix ever wanted to get twice its subscription from me they could just <laughs> do a show of too hot to handle narrated by like bill burr or Patton Oswalt or John Mulaney would be fine too. I would I would happily do John Mulaney, but just somebody that is actually funny, who could make like who could make jokes about these flagrantly self uh, unaware people would would be very enjoyable. Have you ever seen the Netflix show Nailed It? The car. No, I have not. No, okay, because for some reason it sounds like their host Nicole Byer, but I'm not sure. They all sound similar, but I looked at the IMDb for Too Hot to Handle, and it wasn't the same. Like, I don't think it's the same person. Okay. I don't think she has any other credits. I mean, that's a gig, though. You be a voiceover and do, like, just mom jokes. Oh, yeah, big chilling. Yeah. You can just be like, look at that hunk for two hours, and that's it. That's not the only thing he wants to do with chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, there you go. He wants to put chocolate on my mouth. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, all right. Um, This podcast is canceled. It's been a fun run. We tried really hard. We tried it. We tried it. uh, uh, Two episodes. That's it. Anyway, we yeah. uh, It's fine. So what happened in the rest of the episode? Because I honestly forget. Okay, so going back to the group setting. Harry and Francesca do their little back and forth and then all of a sudden Haley jumps in to protect her good sis Francesca total sorority girl move and is like going off on Harry and it's just like wham 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 and everyone's like bro like you weren't even there so why are you speaking on something that you weren't there and Rhonda says why are you speaking on something where you weren't there and then all of a sudden Rhonda and Haley are going at it and I'm like whoa 
It was it was intense. Yep, the people talking to each other was intense. It was, but if you had to choose, Team Francesca, Team Harry, which one are you on? Oh man, um, it's it's tough because I know Harry's lying, right? But I also don't love the vibe of Team Francesca. Team Francesca is on some stuff. I I think As, they're very um, I don't know. I don't want to. Oh God, can I be Switzerland and not play? No, you gotta choose, bro. Uh, fine. I guess Team Harry because I feel like they'll forget about it. I gotta go. Like I can, I can, I can like sneak into the back and just be like, oh, I don't really care about this that intensely. At, I'm just gonna summarize the whole episode where I stand, and we'll get to where I stand. I'm Team Harry. At that moment, I was Team Francesca because I'm like, dude, you lied. But the action, like what she does later in the episode, I'm like, really, girl, really. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, mm, uh. I have going with this. I have I have my thoughts. Okay, so getting off of them because I feel like we've given them too much energy right now. Chloe and David's date. I love the like little friendship that's forming between Sharon, Chloe, and David. I think it's really cute. Yeah, they're they're kind of having a a good time. Yeah, and so while they were having their little like you know whoop dee whoop whoop. Chloe and David hit it off and Lana sees it because she sees everything and they have their little romantic get together. There's chocolate, which Chloe was doing a lot with and there's rose petals and everyone's watching from afar. And did you see the strawberry loophole? Yes. Which the strawberry loophole sounds like quite the maneuver, but um, (laughs) I, uh, I did, I did see it. It is, very very it's like an eighth of an inch close and um can i just it's it's a lot can i make you uncomfortable and have you describe what the strawberry loophole is oh god (laughs) the there's no amount of money in the world that's gonna make this okay um so i think francesca one of them had no not francesca the uh chloe that one she had the strawberry in her they did well no it's actually not that hard to describe they it was a lady in the tramp situation but with a strawberry yes that's the most i am very impressed with how you did the pg version of that yeah it's a lady in the tramp situation with a with, with, a, a, strawberry. with a strawberry but the lips there been a, yeah. the, the lips did not touch because they would have got fined yeah it was it was actually surprisingly wholesome it made me cringe. Even though, like, it was all the talk around it that wasn't well. Okay, and I was about to yes, the cringe, the the cringe isn't the act, right? Yeah. Because we've, I and maybe this is just like um, Disney's influence or whatever, but like we've all seen Lady and the Tramp. It's adorable. The, look, they got their two dogs with the <laughs> <laughs> with the meatballs and the spaghetti, and it's adorable. Which, by the way, two dogs eating spaghetti like that in real life would be disgusting. Like it would be an abhorrent act that you would not want to watch and be like, "Oh, that's cute." You'd be like, "This is weird and making noises that I'm uncomfortable with." Poor Viva but would it, probably choke because she don't got no teeth. But oh no, <laughs> T- Viva wouldn't make it. But <laughs> but no, so so Harry, Harry and uh, old girl uh, Chloe, no, not Harry, David. David mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know. I get the white guys confused. So. <laughs> It's they they have like a little lady in tramp situation with drop chocolate covered strawberries and it's like the the act itself is not bad, but the it's all the like talk around it is like weirdly, and frankly unnecessarily, uh, dirty. I'm like this isn't yes necessary. Her twirling the chocolate with her finger and was like, do you like this? I was like, ew. Why would you do that in like real life? Not even yeah, just for the um, show. I I don't know, um, and and I feel like David at that point just has to be like, yeah, <laughs> I I guess I'm game I, or no, I'm not game because I I don't know I'm not a no uh, am I allowed to be game? That's a question. Same. I was I'm very confused about that, and like to me, this is supposed to be getting deeper connections, and at the end they're like, I feel like we connected and we're very like we had this deeper connection and deeper conversation. I'm like, you talked about sex and made sexual, you know, jokes at each other the whole time. What is deeper? 
it just shows and, and again like it just kind of shows the the long road we have to travel here because like, right they're they're so like it again and and we, we kind of mentioned earlier in the podcast but like chloe has never been on a real date before so like she doesn't know how to make right that type of conversation like oh like how many brothers and sisters do you have mm-hmm. uh you know what you know what do you do for a living i mean like really that like boring small talk that like the rest of us have had to figure out right like they have not ever encountered so i like david for her though because i feel like he will lead her to that deeper conversation i think those two are good for each other right now as much as i love the blind i mean like it's it does definitely feels like the blind leading the blind right sure i i like i i agree with that but at the same time it's not like david totally knows what he's doing here and is but out of all out of all of them though i feel like he and sharon are probably the most mature when it comes to things and i actually think like kel's yeah, Kels has a little bit of it for sure. Although yeah, Kels is very Kels is very catty, which I've noticed. Cat, he is petty. He is petty king, and I so is Matt. But I'm living for it. They well, I I do like that they have uh, Statler and Waldorf vibes. I appreciate that. They they're they're brewing a bromance, and it's it's great. Those two, they sit there and they judge everyone, and I'm about yeah. it. I, I appreciate that. And, like, much like Statler and Waldorf and the Muppets, they just kind of make fun of the whole thing that's occurring in front of them. Right. Right. I just... They bo- they, they both... They they will both make uh, strong appearances in the power rankings. They, they definitely will. And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I was very big David Ronda, and a part of me still wants that to be a thing, even though I don't think it's a thing anymore. But I do... I do like Chloe and David, and I endorse it. I endorse it. I, I, I think I think that's I think that's the move. I think that'll be our nice wholesome couple for the for the duration. Same, but you know what? Speaking of shade, Francesca with Chloe, the shade. Her and Haley were like talking crap about like, oh my gosh, everyone was hating on me and Harry together, and was like, oh stop, why are you guys touching? But they were all like, oh my gosh, we love Chloe and David together. Yeah, because they didn't cost them money. They didn't cost them three grand, girl. It's pretty easy. And I was like, "Why? What is this beef that Francesca has with Chloe?" We we saw this coming. We called it. Been been new, but I thought. But I thought Chloe was going to start with Francesca, not the other way around. Yeah, I, th- I thought Chloe was going to get insecure, but then again, uh, should have seen this coming. Should 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 have been even more in the future. My bad, y'all. I'll do better next time. I was like, I feel like this is gonna brew into something big between those two. But I was like, why, like, girl, why are you hating right now? Like, let her play with her chocolate and eat her strawberries in peace with David. Yeah, like let 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 them have a weird soft core scene together. Like if, <laughs> if like that, if that's what they want to do, then like you know, let them do that. Let them be great. Those are words. Yeah. It's not the words I would have used, but they're words. So <laughs> so we're leading down to everyone. The date's over. Everyone's kind of just vibing out in the house. And Haley is talking to Francesca, pumping her up, hyping her up about the whole situation and how Francesca was wronged and all this other stuff. And Haley gets in the shower. Francesca is headed to bed and she sees... Harry having a heart to heart with Rhonda and she flips out and is like, he's in bed with Rhonda. What were you, what was your feeling about that? Um, I, I think that, uh, it's amazing the stories that people tell themselves. Right. You know, we all jump to conclusions and when you're on an Island with seven people and, Apparently the hormones are running wild. Uh, it's amazing the conclusions will come to. Exactly. I'm like, you can clearly see that they're just having an innocent conversation about her. Yes. But does she think that it was something like going on between those two or what? But she, I guess she just assumed so. Yeah. I'm like, sis, 
So then she runs in and was like, I can't stand him. He's in bed with Rhonda and they're going to cost us money. They're fooling around. Saying all this to Haley and she's like, we're going to get the best revenge on them and we're going to cost them some more money. And then those two make out. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I mean, they already like, it's weird that they don't, they're like acting like, oh, well, it'll, it'll be our little secret. No, it won't. They do it right in front of a camera. Well, they do it right in front of the camera, but also, like, didn't, in the group thing, didn't they air out, like, who kissed who? I think, did they? I think they did. Yeah, so, like, like, they're all gonna know, right? They're all gonna. So, what's even the point? They're all, yeah, they're all gonna find out eventually. And then, too, I'm like, Francesca, you need to be careful, because Haley's on some lifetime sorority stalker, becoming obsessed type of vibe with her oh yeah it, yeah 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 yeah. big lifetime movie energy although you know what she's trying to go for end zone to end zone and i respect it <laughs> it works sometimes it hasn't not worked before sometimes <laughs> it, it occasionally works every you know what 70 percent of the time it works every time tap the sign as you and someone every else. <laughs> day every day you get out of bed even when you don't want to and you tap this all in you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you love to see that. You love um, to see it. I think the whole the whole thing the whole I'm, I just realized now the whole thing is a soft core. The whole the whole Netflix series is a soft core. It is. Yeah, like that. That was what was next, right? I mean, that was what that like like the rest of that scene is behind a paywall because. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kevin, like that's that's clearly what they're going for. That's it clearly is what, what the they, show is trying to do. It is what they were going for. Oh my goodness. It's and I'm like I'm frustrated because like I don't know what do you want me to do? Not make fun of that? Like, like it, all right, we get it. You're you, we get what you're trying to go for here. You're not you're, Netflix. You ain't slick. Netflix is definitely not slick. And I was mad that was like the dramatic ending. I'm like, this is it. This, this is, is it. This is Netflix Premium. That's what I'm weak. <laughs> that's how they ended. That's how they ended the episode. There's kids Netflix. There's children watching this. Think about the children. Netflix. Think about the, they're our future. <laughs> Randy Watson. <laughs> Show them well and let them lead the way. That boy good. That boy can sing. That boy good. He can sing. Yeah, he good and terrible. Oh my goodness. Sexual chocolate. Oh my What other I'm sexual that's the name of the podcast. Yeah, sexual chocolate. That's the name of the episode. Oh my gosh. Choc- sexual Chloe had a sexual no not yeah, Chloe, right? Chloe had a sexual chocolate, sexual chocolate moment. moment. A sexual chocolate moment. Okay, I feel like we're not done with chocolate and strawberries. So We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Every episode we have to call out the sexual chocolate moment. No, I think that I think they just had a sexual chocolate moment. Sexual chocolate moment. There was chocolate and they had sex. They, they didn't have they didn't. But they it did. was they they did the strawberry loophole. Is the <laughs> That is that is a disgusting name for a thing. <laughs> Strawberry loophole. You should be ashamed of yourself, Sydney. That is a horrible thing to say into a microphone. You should be ashamed of yourself. So just precursor, I take notes during the episode and that I wrote it down. Strawberry loophole. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Strawberry loophole sounds like a crime. It does. <laughs> what you went for? Strawberry loophole. Ha! Or, I mean, I, I guess that's what you got out of jail for. That's but what, anyway, oh. that's not the point. That's not the point. I'm gonna stop. I'm like I'm gonna stop crying, before I get canceled. Crying right now. I'm gonna stop before I get canceled. Oh my gosh. We gonna do some power rankings or what? Power rankings. Let's get into it. Who's your top three? Uh, top three. I would say, um, man, my 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 number one power play of the episode. I'm I'm between. You know, we'll go with we'll go with Chloe. I like that Chloe had a good moment. She got she got to go on a date for the first time. That's neat. That's good. I think she was my number one last time, right? Yeah. So she so she gets to stay there. Um, David also stays at the number two spot. They they both kind of now that now that they're like kind of like a an item. They having them one two is nice. They both had a good again a lot of screen time. Good episode. They they came out looking real good. Right. And my number three is like a real is a is a sneak hero. Uh, we're gonna go with Rhonda. Rhonda, okay. Rhonda could Rhonda could have made a, a different choice and cost the whole house money. She and yet she did not. She stayed strong. Appreciate that. And um, 
you know what? You got to gotta respect that. That is why you're my ex-work hubby, because let me tell you my top three, okay? Oh, no. I don't like that. <laughs> At three, I have Kells, which I never... If you would have told me this last week, I was not Team Kells at all. But he gave us the comedic relief that we needed being the hashtag accountant. And I just want to see how long this is going to last with him being accountable. Number two for me is Rhonda, because she called... Haley and Francesca on their BS and I like that she was just upfront with it like let them know what it was and she had self-control she could have been the first to get the deduction because I really feel like her and Sharon have a genuine connection it's really authentic you can tell and she stayed strong and you could tell she really didn't want to um number one has to go to my good sis Chloe don't let them hate on you. You had your first date. David is cute. You are killing the game. Keep growing. Like, I feel like this was a big episode for her. Yeah, which is great. And, like, especially after kind of being – kind of felt like she took an L on the first one. It's nice to see uh, – nice to see her rebound. She did rebound. She did take an L on the first one because she was feeling hairy and it just – but I feel like she she got the right pick. She got the right pick. For sure. Who, for sure. Who's your bottom three? All right, so – um, I always forget. So it's like the, the, my number. So do I go one, two, three? And like one is the person at the very bottom or like three is the person at the very bottom. I started with three being like, not so much on the bottom. Got it. You got know it, what I mean? It. So three being, so, so three being the top one being the worst. Right. Okay. So I, I'm going to go with three. Three is, De- is Desiree Birch, the narrator. You are so wildly unfunny that it has made me not want to watch this show. <laughs> and I, you're getting you, – you, you thought you were clear of the smoke, and you are not at all. That is the worst – like, hitting the – like, you can't keep hitting the same joke time in and time out. And think I'm just gonna like let you pass with that. That's dis- that's dis- that's disgusting. In fact, you know what? The more I talk about it, you're on the bot. You're number one now. Why did you have to call Desiree out like that? You looked up the narrator's name, Kevin. Oh my gosh. Yo, that it was trash. Bro. Oh my like, goodness. Do better. That is the funny. You do better. <laughs> and it's not just her. It's everybody who gre- who greenlit that. So I'm, I'm also calling out Netflix. But sorry, like. Desiree ain't do nothing. You know what? You're right. You're right. Desiree right. didn't right. do right. nothing, right. but Desiree, try, she right. she just collected Desiree collected a check. She collected. Desiree collected a check. You're right. I'm sorry. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Narrator, you're you're the number one. That is a garbage performance. That is trash. You haven't done anything to add any value to the show. It would be better if you didn't talk at all. You're number one. Number two. Damn, I went. You. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you felt that. You felt that in your soul. I'm sorry. It's just. It's so flagrantly unfunny and i hate all of it so much anyway um number two we're gonna go with uh we'll go with harry here okay or no we'll go with francesca here okay um because you're just being messy and starting drama right and uh i don't appreciate it and you're costing people money come on costing costing people money now, granted, it's not as bad as the narrator for uh, making my uh, experience less enjoyable. So <laughs> that's why you're number two. I don't like she's not costing me money. So like, right. I feel like narrator's doing more harm than me personally. So that's why narrator's number one. But Francesca's number two, and Harry's number three because uh, he's also terrible in this. So <laughs> they can be terrible together. My the three people that made the bottom three for me, I would have to go with Haley because she's giving me. This is classic mean girl behavior. This is, she's not the Regina George, but she's the Gretchen Wiener. Okay. Her, like, you can totally see it. She knows who the queen bee is right now. And she's attaching herself to it and is like riding for her, but yet being like super mean and petty. Do you get that vibe? Yeah. I I think that's an an incredibly astute observation. Yeah. And like, she has like kind of semi obsessed with her, how Gretchen was with Regina, like, that's the vibe I'm getting from Haley. It's classic mean girl behavior that we're witnessing. And I think it's only going to get worse. Real second place energy. Yes. Real second place energy. And her chance to take down number one. We'll see if it works out. You know, number two has to go to Francesca for coming for Chloe. I'm like, dude, 
let her be great and enjoy David. Like, come on now. You knew she liked Harry. You're rocking with Harry. Now you're beefing with Harry. Stop projecting your energy onto Chloe. That's how I feel on that. And plus, she's just been dramatic and annoying the whole episode. Number one, Harry. Starting the drama. It all wouldn't have started and has escalated if... I'm not even going to bring up the kiss. Yeah, he fumbled the bag. But when he went to the guys and said that Francesca kissed him first, I think it just it went downhill from there. And I get why you did that. But for me, it would be hypocritical of me not to... Uh understand that i have done something similar not with money on the line but uh most any guy has done anything has done something similar to that at some point in their lives so like it would have been real hypocritical of me to put him number one or two i think for girls like i hate being lied on i just hate it 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 irks my soul especially like something trivial like that i'm like why would you lie come on now but i get it guys do it all the time but still it doesn't make it right it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. We're not saying it makes it right. Yeah. So, Harry. It just makes it relatable. Be better and come up with better pet names. That's how I feel. I, I, I'm I'm there. You're, you're there? I feel it. I agree. Yeah. Well, <laughs> moving into episode number three. Didn't we have a who, who got, who won at the smoke award or what? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know. I don't know if we have a can. Actually, no. I have. Rhonda wanted the smoke. Rhonda wanted the smoke. Hey, Rhonda needed the smoke. Yo, Haley. But someone needed to put Haley in her place, and like Matt tried, but it just didn't work. And Rhonda was like, "Dude, just be quiet." So I was, yeah. I was happy. I'm like, dude, I like that. I, I like someone rather call me out to my face than talk about me behind my back. And Rhonda, that was the big energy. Big Rhonda yeah, energy. Rhonda's the friend you need. She is. Like, she's not gonna she's not gonna sit and do her makeup and talk about you without being like, yeah, I said it, and and I respect that. Right. Right. Yep. No, that's it's it's all it's uh communication is key, you guys. Communication is key. <laughs> she wanted the smoke, and I'm about it. Big wanted it. You know who Needed always it. wants the smoke? Me. Always. Twenty four seven. Uh, okay where is where is this going i don't know i don't know where it's going it's going somewhere it doesn't need to go that's okay you wanted to smoke and then there we i was like okay who do you want smoke with and then you got real quiet so maybe you should never i honestly don't have anyone that i have like want to smoke with right so then why are we having this conversation but i feel like if i wanted if i had smoke with someone i would then bring it back but i so why why is this happening? I don't know. You know who I have spoke with? Zoe. For trying to be the best little sister there is. Ugh. Or best daughter, I should say. There is. All right. That was weird. That was weird. Cut that. Please cut that. Don't call, don't 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 uh, don't put me accountable for that. I love you, Zoe. We'll see how it comes together in the end. That's wild. <laughs> the week you're gonna have smoke, episode three. Then we now we'll have to have Zoe on the podcast. Do we have to? Uh, I mean, if you keep calling her out, we might have to. That's big facts. You can't call people out and then not give them the opportunity to respond. Like if the narrator wanted to come on the podcast and justify her horrible comedic performance, I'd be like, "All right, go for it." Wait, we need to get Desiree on here. Seriously, real life. I I kind of slandered a little hard there. You came I, oh, I, you I, came I, at Desiree's whole life. She's just trying to she's <laughs> trying to secure the bag like we all are. She really was just trying to she really was just trying to collect the and check. I, I should have kept it to the character. I apologize. You know what? She probably didn't even write the jokes. It's no, it's probably an intern at Netflix that they were like, "Yo, write some jokes for the show." Yeah, the narrator is terrible though, bro. It's so bad. It's so bad. It shouldn't be allowed to be this bad. It's not enjoyable, but you know. It makes me I, – I miss the days of Nick Lachey just not showing up. Nick Lachey, 98 I'm degree. Nick Lachey, and I'm not present. I'm Nick Lachey. I'm going to come to the first, the sixth, and then the finale. Episode. Nick Lachey, a CEO Catholic if there ever was, was one. <laughs> Christmas and Easter only, Nick Lachey. I am weak. I love it. Well, I guess this is it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. 
if you enjoy this podcast, follow us on Twitter at W-A-W-L-T underscore podcast. Once again, that's at W-A-W-L-T underscore podcast. Also, like and subscribe and leave us a good review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. We really appreciate you. Yeah, don't be a coward. Leave a review. A good one, too. Or else yeah. we're going to have the smoke for real. Five, five, five stars or you're a coward. <laughs> exactly. If you listen and don't give us five stars, you're a coward. Big facts. Why do I want the smoke? What's happening? You do want get, the smoke. Get us out of here. You want the Close smoke. The ep- okay. Close the episode. Close the episode before I start a fight. We are a rowdy bunch right now. All right, y'all. But no, we really do appreciate you. So tune in to the next episode where we cover episode three of Too Hot to Handle. All right, Kevy. We'll see you soon. I'm censoring that. Bye. Please don't. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>